He's made a blueberry pie on my shirt. That's because you put it on my chair first. No. See, he's leaving out the details. No. Oh, yeah. Should we get another round? Uh -huh. I don't know. Last time I went four rounds with LaRusso, I caught a flick to my face. <laughs> Welcome to No Mercy, a Cobra Kai kickback. My name is Jacob Burrows, and I represent Miyagi-Do. And while we can all agree that Moffat wasn't a great showrunner, you gotta remember and respect his old stuff. I mean, let's do a podcast on Blink. Fuck it. Let's do a podcast on Coupling, one of the greatest irreverent sitcoms of the early 2000s, possibly up there with Spaced, possibly up there with Black Books. Uh, and besides, show me a showrunner who can make a good season of Doctor Who front to back, and I'll eat my hat. Oh, wow. Well, my name is Jim Scampoli. I represent Cobra Kai because you may be able to tell people that I suffer from sleep and uresis, but you better not tell anyone what that means or else. <laughs> or uh, else, indeed. We're here to discuss episode nine of season two of uh, Cobra Kai. It's titled Pulpo, which is Spanish for octopus. Um, it's, Ooh. of course... Written by John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg. Or sorry, no, they're directed by The Power Couple. And story by Josh Heald, John Hurwitz, uh, Hayden Schlossberg. And story and teleplay by Michael Jonathan Smith. Um, so there we are. The ninth episode. We're almost back where we started, Jim. Um, because we did start this podcast in between seasons two and three. We've gone all the way through, starting with the original films, getting all the way up to episode nine, and uh, soon we'll have episode 10. Now, we're a bit delayed on actually releasing these, so maybe you already, you, dear listener, have news of season three. Maybe season three's out, and we're, we're certainly going to do that as well, but we're coming up on the end of what we have going right now. And uh, how does it feel, Jim? Uh, it feels really great. Uh, like I, I think we've mentioned before, um... Season one, I think between both of us had at least watched it like twice, uh, maybe some episodes more. I know personally, season two, I only watched that one go round. Not, not that it was bad or anything, just for whatever reason, I just watched it once. But revisiting it, and especially as things are starting to amp up once again, I'm like, wow, this is a lot. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say a lot better than I remember, but like, I just like, oh yeah, this is a great show. It's just there are moments between this episode and the finale where I'm, I'm speaking out loud to an empty room as I'm watching it. Wow. This is a great show. Uh, yeah. so, and I feel like, I mean, given there's only two seasons, but I, I enjoy this formula, uh, of in episode nine is when we tease the friendship between <laughs> Daniel and Johnny and even to yeah. a, to another extent, somewhat, uh, Cobra Kai and Miyagi Do with some of the, uh, other players as well, but of course things are gonna sh uh, shit's gonna hit the fan, if you will, and that's not gonna quite pan out. Yeah, things always look the darkest before dawn, but the opposite of that, they look the brightest before <laughs> midnight. That's not how it actually works. I don't know what the wording should be, but it's quite common, I guess, uh, to have things kind of happy. Like you got to inch closer to that utopia before you tear it all down. No spoilers for the season finale, but everyone doesn't just sit around and eat ice cream. So um, we start out here with a parallel. I don't know if this is part of what you were thinking of. Probably more like the party, but there's a. We start out strong with. A, a an 80s uh well you know it's just a montage should i just say well, 80s montage or montage i don't know what i was gonna say though here is that for all the positives i have to say about this show i feel like this i do not like this opening montage mm, <laughs> uh, sure, fair. uh no sir i do not like it that much i mean i think the biggest thing again i know we harp on this or we always talk about it 
and it's going to come up a few times discussing these episodes are the use of flashbacks and i hate the use of flashbacks in this montage and you know what it's not the montage that i have a problem with it is the way they intersperse these flashbacks of things from this season that we already fucking know and it, it doesn't feel like it serves a purpose like maybe some of the other ones that we'll discuss that I do not dislike. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my takeaway. You know what? The, the girl, the, the, the That's My Girl. Uh, tra- the Girl Boss song? Yeah, the That's My Girl montage is fine. It's the, it's the, flashbacks, the flashbacks I don't back. like, because, especially with the dialogue. Honestly, if it was, maybe it was just the clips, it would have been fine if it was just showing, like, but when it's like... Uh, you know, my mom had it tough and we fight for everything. And it's like, everyone's got a sob story. Uh, it's, that doesn't mean you could be a bully. And then showing a clip from like last episode and shit. Like that's what I'm kind of like, all right, come on now. <laughs> that feels like a, a, like a YouTube compilation. Like someone put that together, you know, like yeah. an edit on YouTube, a fan edit, like best moments of these characters sort of thing set to some pop bop and tune. Uh, I think we can divide the flashbacks, broadly speaking, into two parts or two categories uh, overall, which would be like the ones where it's actually enhancing the moment you're in and then the ones that are there to remind you, like, because the show doesn't have a previously on. I feel yeah. like the only reason it's here at the start is that this show doesn't do like previously on Cobra Kai because it's like you made me didn't watch this uh, and make a podcast about it. So we need to remind you of this stuff going on. But I do feel like just have it previously on like this whole month. But then, I mean, this montage, I, I like it. But I don't really know the perfect solution, but I, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, so, but yeah, I, it's definitely just... not the, the enhancing kind of uh, edit. It is just a reminding uh, flashback. Yeah, I, honestly, in my opinion, I think it'd be five times better without the dialogue. Uh, yeah, you could still have the same clips because you're gonna get it. You understand what's happening. I mean, it even ends in a split screen where they're like looking at each other. Uh, and I mean, I don't want to harp on this too much. I feel like I'm, I'm being negative. I don't. I don't want to be. I love the show. It's not that terrible. It's just it made me roll my eyes a little bit because it's like, I guess, like you said, it's like a YouTube comp, which would be it would be completely fine as one of those. It'd be a well-made YouTube. I'd be like, wow, this is cool. Uh, it's just in the show. I'm like, eh, you know, uh, you don't need because they don't put previously when you get uh, I guess this is even dated at this point. But when you buy like a, a DVD version of a show, they don't always put the previously on because they know yeah. you're watching it like in a row. And especially like with YouTube, this is this was released altogether. Uh, but whatever. I, I, I don't want to keep harping on it. But yeah, I just sure. I didn't I didn't love it. Let's just say that I love a lot of things on the show and I didn't love this. <laughs> No, it makes sense to me um, why you wouldn't. Uh, it's like just there to tell us, you know, these these gals still mad at each other. But like, we know it. We know that we, we're pretty much there already. Yeah. Uh, we get it. <laughs> like the show should just trust itself that it's delivered that very strongly in the past few episodes. We don't need we don't need another few clips there. And, you know, maybe um, some of the problem as well is just that uh, I don't feel like they did a great job of this Sam and Tori rivalry. Uh, mm. I like that they have a rivalry. I get it. I mean, it's like the tough chick. Here's a tough chick from Cobra Kai. This is a tough chick from Miyagi Do. Also, you have Miguel in the mix between you know Sam's Sam's ex and Miguel's current girlfriend. But I mean, we've talked about how like Sam comes off as like the biggest jerk in this, anyways, because it doesn't quite make sense why she hates Tori so much. 
Uh, well, so, maybe she doesn't. Maybe she just loves Miguel, and that's the problem, eh? Yeah, Damn. fair enough. Uh, fair enough. But it was also like I think initially when she met her, it was more about Aisha, wasn't it? Like so. She yeah. Just, <laughs> she doesn't that want was just to... the prequel, though. That's yeah. maybe Jim. Did you forget? Maybe you need a previously on because yes, that was about Aisha, but that was just a a prequel to her jealousy of. Uh, yeah. Sam doesn't have any friends. It's very apparent in this show that nobody likes Sam and wants to hang out with Sam. So she just holds on to the ones she has for all she's got or she tries to at least yeah i feel like the relationship with robbie is that to an extent yeah they're they're like you know we're both teenagers who are sexy so we should be together but it's also just like she uh i don't know she doesn't have anyone in her life it seems like <laughs> except like moon who gives her like a chai latte or whatever and it's the nicest thing anyone's mm. done to her since her dad taught her karate so there's not much going on for sam uh i guess that's part of why i believe the rivalry <laughs> So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, speaking of Robbie and Sam, they, you know, they're a happy couple still and they show up and they're like, you know, what? now's the time. Let's tell your parents. Of course, let's do it. Perfect but timing. It's yeah. like, what? Something's going on here. And Robbie's mom is back. She's there. And, you know, they have a moment where she's talking about how she's going to try to get better. She's going to go to rehab. I've mentioned this before, but this is very the O.C., uh, yeah. because I just recently watched the OC. So of course that's what it is. Uh, it is though. I mean, I, I watched it ages and ages ago. This is very much the OC. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Robbie doesn't take it seriously until she does say, no, I have to, I have to actually go to rehab. And also your dad's not that bad of a guy, like maybe give him a shot. Uh, cause I've definitely said a lot of shit about him that maybe was, you know, from my point of view, not from your point of view. Like, maybe he can be a dad to you. I know he wants to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, some decent stuff sets things in, in motion and is also the most important thing is it is a big hurdle where, you know, how are we supposed to tell your parents now? We got to deal with this other stuff. Um, and, oh, so then we have Carmen and Johnny. Uh, they're they're going to go on a dinner date. Uh, which is nice. I mean, they're a cute couple. The grandmother gets to, you know, say stuff to him like, ah, don't knock her up. And But Johnny doesn't know what she's saying. So he's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I assume she's complimenting me. Yeah. Hey, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, they got great chemistry. Uh, we're going to see more of that in the episode. Speaking of uh, best girl Moon, she's <laughs> on uh, Sam's laptop inviting her to come over later because Sam doesn't have any friends and Moon's really nice like that. And I, I'm sorry, Sam has friends. She has Miyagi Do now. She has the friend group that her dad assembled for her. Those yes. are her friends now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, so... yeah, because her, because like uh, Kyler and all those people disappeared. They no longer exist. <laughs> They got karate out of existence. Everyone cares about karate now. Yeah. Imagine them in the background of some of these scenes just going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Moon's throwing a party. Um, Sam's invited. And uh, Sam finds out her parents are going out as well. And yeah, they. I, I guess it's supposed to be... She, she finds her octopus anyway. So that's, you know, uh, like I said. But yeah, it's also but... like this weird... Um, at first she's like... Eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to go to the party. But then her mom makes that crack of like, let me guess, hanging out, getting ice cream. I mean, I guess her mom is kind of like, oh, you're a lo you don't have friends <laughs> because she's yeah. kind of like amped up. Like when her mom leaves the room, she's like, you know what? I am in. We're going to the party. 
but like, I, I don't know. It's just weird that they threw that in because it at the beginning she's making the crack to her parents of like, oh, let me guess, going out to blah blah blah, and she's like, are we that predictable? And uh, I don't know. She gets amped up to realize that she's young and can go to a party. And you're right. She does get in the cl- she goes to get ready and then does see the octopus. So she does have these feelings for Miguel. How could you not? He's the heart and soul of the show. Uh, he's fucking cute as fuck. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we always said. Uh, no, you're so right because that like she it's played up like she's like you know what i'm in dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. but it's like oh i thought you were probably in already like it's not like you were like i would never go to a party and then your mom tells you uh to chill out and then you do i don't know uh it's it's like played up a little bit i think it's the more important moment is her like finding the octopus than her yeah. going i'm in you now know they, we get another get another flashback yes. what do you think of this one jim this one's fu- i don't know why but this one's fine i guess it's just a quickie yeah. that i mean Again, there's there's a little bit more distance to that, so I'm fine with it. I don't need to see that Sam was covered in food or or just the fact that Sam tripped uh, Tori an episode ago. Uh, <laughs> so this is fine. And again, I feel like it's more... I guess you could make the argument that in the montage, those flashbacks are in the characters' heads, like they're thinking of those moments. But this mm. is for sure in her head, like just a quick flash in the character's head of the moment and well, yeah and in this one it's also like even technically speaking it's just more justified because it's last season yeah maybe you didn't re-watch it before season two if you're watching in real time it just makes sense because otherwise you'd just be staring at, at an octopus which might be better in a sort of like letting the audience put the puzzle pieces together sort of way but this just ensures that we're in her head more so i'm fine with it yeah um we'll get to the restaurant and uh i mean i assume you just love all of this jim yes I, I, you read my mind is what i was about to say when when they're sitting at the restaurant and then daniel and amanda come in i mean it's it's obviously it's like almost a, a contrived like sitcom thing but yeah. it completely works it's so great like oh it's busy it's it's a fully booked restaurant this is the only table and they're next to each other and it's you know, the way it builds with just these little side looks and comments. Like, the, obviously, they can't help but like listening to each other's conversations and these little cracks and looks. And then with the, the girls, like, oh, geez, here we go. The karate rivals at it again. Uh, I love it. I think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And like, and uh like just the line from amanda of like uh <laughs> yeah do you guys know each other is the waitress and she's <laughs> like oh yeah they have warring karate dojos bring me a very very big drink yes, <laughs> it's just great i love it and them leaving the boys to stew for a bit you gotta love it and them being them bonding over like both being like i guess a guy a guy about the order like oh, sure you're not gonna write that down which is more like a dad thing i feel than anything else it's not like kind of but also what's what's perfect about that moment and why because i mean everyone knows i'm law uh hashtag law russo from the start Uh, i ship daniel and johnny being best friends but they that moment there i know it's a dad thing but i mean even on my show jim and them uh, my friend Jake and I, we always discuss how annoyed we get when the waitress doesn't write down what we're telling her. So it, it's like a thing written specifically for me where I'm like, yeah. yes, of course, write it down. Are you kidding me right now? Rookie move, white belt. Oh, that's great. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's so relatable as well. So they just, you know, they like we were saying, you got to get the, the brightness before the dawn. I'll work on that one. Yeah, we'll figure but, it out. But, you know, we, we got to have the positive stuff right before things goes bad. Um, so we have the Miyagi crew showing up to this party. Sam's all shocked that there are other people there, even though she, Moon said it was going to be a wild night or whatever. Everyone's hanging out, drinking from red and blue solo cup. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that, you know, the different uh, Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai didn't get different colored ones. I'm surprised Cobra Kai didn't have fucking branded yes. solo cups, black with yellow, yeah, you know, is- get a snake on there. <laughs> um, but basically, they're all staring each other down, and Moon's just like, hey, I thought maybe we could all just be pals. And I got to say, Moon, besides all of our compliments that we've been throwing at her, I feel like she represents Miyagi-Do more than anyone else on this show. She's just kind of chill about everything, just wants everyone to hang out and be cool with each other. I don't know. Like, that's... Even you know what do you she, think? Well, no, you're right. Moon continues. We've been talking about this for episodes now, but Moon continues the streak of being like the only correct character on the whole show. <laughs> Every time she says something, she's right for the most part. But I just I love this moment as well because I mean, going back into like the joke we we're saying about how Sam has no friends, yeah. uh, or even how like her old friends disappeared. This is like a nice contrast a reminder of like we've been whether it be these characters and us as the viewers we've been such in this karate mode we've been in this crease mode we're in a karate show and this is a reminder that like there's this whole world outside because they show up at this party and most people don't know like don't give a (laughs) shit or know what's going on but to them it's like oh no cobra kai's here but we're miyagi Do and moon at least has an understanding that these guys don't like each other, but of course she doesn't give it a second thought. Like, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. It's a party. Who? C- it's not a karate tournament. Uh, but I just love that we get to be in the movie. We get to be in the karate movie where it's this tense moment, but we can see the outside world where no one really gives a fuck. Uh, but again, I mean, that's yeah. all going to come to a head as we'll see, but uh i just like this it's a quick little meta thing where other people just having their drinks like oh what's going on with those guys what are they doing yeah moon just tells them to clear their chakras and (laughs) get it on uh so there's a like a dance circle i don't know it just seems like a great party for everyone uh there's a dance circle uh these kids do i don't remember the names of all the side characters right now but there's some great dancing uh, nathaniel going on. or or nate yeah. i think they're chanting nate because he busts out with the uh the fortnite dances of course oh, yes. you gotta throw some of fortnite course. dances in it's the hotness right now we'll be tiktok dances in season three though um so stingray is also great shows up with some chick and talks about yeah he's my friends parents are out of town gotta say stingray is really coming into his own later in the season because he's you know instead of just being the chubby guy saying silly things he's like the, the guy doing what hawk did but like comedically unsuccessfully which is great and i just love his uh unjustified sense of confidence about everything you know and i mean i don't know about you but like there was i mean i guess this is a common staple of kind of the older guy that's still like worms around when you're having high school parties and stuff and it's it's just like a goof you're like all right and and you're kind of you laugh with him and then when he's not around you're giving side eyes to your friends like oh this is older guy uh, I do yes. love that he's playing Edward Forty Hands, and they don't really call it out. Are you familiar with Edward Forty Hands? 
I am from yeah. all of your American media that has been shipped across the ocean blue to me. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar. That's where you duct tape forties, uh, which yes. I also had to have explained to me yes. to your hands and then you drink them. Right. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. Although the, the one thing I'm not familiar with is this balance game. I can't, I, I can't imagine that's a real thing people do, but maybe it is where they're. Jim, I was going to, I had notes on this yeah. uh, that, well, originally I was like, how does this game work? Because like they're drinking beer and you're not going to get dizzy right away. Yes. So seeming, but then seemingly it's like when Sam is playing Tori, they're up there for ages doing all sorts of shots. They start taking vodka or tequila or whatever. Um, so I guess it makes sense in that way, but it's like, it's, it's basically just cause, uh, you know, balance. Yeah. Theme. Balance in your core. <laughs> like basically just have yeah. like, your core and being like, uh, you know, in shape. Cause if anything, it would just be, I, I just give out because I'm like, ah, I just can't balance on this fucking stool still. Jesus. It had nothing to do with being drunk, but yeah. I mean, I guess it works with, uh, karate. <laughs> it's a great karate yeah. drinking game. I mean, everyone's just hyped at this party. I feel like I wouldn't be as hyped about two people standing on a chair, but I guess there is the potential of someone falling, which does make it more interesting. Yeah. And, but I'm just imagining them like drinking beer, like having to stand there, just getting your leg tired from drinking lots of fluid, <laughs> just standing there like an idiot. Like you're not going to get drunk enough that you fall off because of that reason. You're going to fall off because you have bad balance. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> luckily we have these two uh, karate, uh, you know, we karate montage chicks power bosses so they're they're both going to be able to be up there for ages and again sam just is you know acting not herself because tori is around and she's the one who uh did hit the last stroke but uh, of course she has she she can't back down from a challenge so they're standing up there doing their drinks until tori eventually falls and uh because of stingray (laughs) and uh goes to get cleaned up well, and it's even like like Sam is like faltering after one drink, but then then they check in a while later. She's in it and taking shots of vodka. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it becomes hardcore because then even at the point of like it's it's basically insinuated that they've been up there for a while, like at the yeah. very least, like 30 minutes to an hour. And they, they've had many drinks and at least a shot of vodka. And then when we check back in with Sam, She's unscrewing like another bottle of vodka or some sort of hard liquor. So Robbie is completely right when he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why are you, <laughs> why are you still? You're just drinking more. Relax, relax, Sam." I, For I, sure. <laughs> I guess it, it's more proof she doesn't know how to act because uh, she doesn't have friends. <laughs> She's never been to a party before. <laughs> Again, I feel like these things are kind of unintentional from yeah. like the writers, but they make sense to me that yeah. Sam just is kind of socially awkward but i think there's a couple of things where i'm like this is kind of hard to read what we're supposed to take out of this like what's happening in uh in sam's mind because like you said her very first like sip it's like she's shaking and then she like gives tori a look and like shoots it down and they cheer but i i'm kind of almost like am i supposed to understand it as because it would make more sense to me just structurally kind of if she gets up there and she's like wobbling like crazy and Tori's like smirking and then like Sam smirks back and gets totally super steady because she has the Miyagi training and yeah. she's balanced on the fucking thing in the water. She should like it would make sense to me if she was like, nah, like I was just joking there. I'll just do this. No problem. And then later she'd be wobbly because of the alcohol. But uh, 
I don't know. I, it's kind of hard to similar to when she's like, yeah, I'm in. I'll go to the party. You're like, oh, were you not originally? And now I'm like, oh, you're wobbling at the start. And then you're wobbling later as well. So but you're supposed to be drunk now, but not then. And anyway, I'm yeah, I, they definitely make it seem like she does kind of pull in her Miyagi dough because she does like a hand move and then pulls up her balance. But yeah, you're right. I don't think it's as clear as it could be, but. Either way, they have the drinking game. Sam wins. But to be fair, Tori was also did at least one round before Sam showed up. So that should be counted for something. I know. uh... That's what I was thinking as well. How is that fair? (laughs) Because if the whole point of the drink is endurance. But to be fair, that happens in every like Western thing where someone comes in the saloon and they're like, I can out drink anyone here. Someone's already out drank five people. And you're like, well, you guys need to meet tomorrow to settle this. Maybe the day after tomorrow. So you don't have to deal with the hangover. At least (laughs) let that person have like a cup of coffee and maybe you have to pregame. But that's a whole nother thing. Let's get on tvtropes.org and write this out. I'm sure. Yeah. It's on, I'm sure it's on there. <laughs> so uh, the the one non Miyagi thing that Moon does is just make out with her new uh, girlfriend in front of Hawk. That's not like yeah. super cool. Yeah. Totally unintentional, but you totally see in Hawk's eyes. You feel bad for him for the first time in a few episodes because you know he's been kind of a dick, but he's also had like crease pour poison into his ears and everything, and he's there going like, oh. I'm I'm Hawk. It's cool. Yeah. Cool to meet you. Ha ha ha. And like goes away after he's tried to pick up uh, Piper. So uh, yeah, it's not the greatest place for him to be in when uh, Eli uh, starts talking trash. Although, of course, they have their bonding moment earlier. I mentioned Moffat, etc. Yeah. Well, Dimitri, he's Eli. But, All right. Uh, yes. I, I do want to like Jacob Bertrand, the actor that plays Eli or Hawk. What what he, he's really good at is he can with like one look he's Eli, like he yes. has that moment where he he has like that like sad like defeated look and then he can turn it in a second to he's Hawk and and uh, I I think that's really great because he has those like that sad moment when he's just yeah looking at them making out or whatever and yeah it is pretty for for Moon being so based on everything uh it's tough that she can't read the room and understand what's happening there uh but yeah yeah. and then dimitri comes and i mean i never watched doctor who but you gotta love this conversation and how he's like yeah i don't have time for nerd shit but then he like can't help getting caught up into it it's almost like they get their own uh uh what would it be uh what's what's dr who traveling what's his what's his phone booth or whatever the fuck it's a tardis so it'd be uh what it would be you know talking tardis uh dr who uh whackabout or something you know (laughs) their own little podcast right uh yeah a sonic screw up would be the name talking tardis a sonic screw up um (laughs) Jim, this is you and me after one of us leaves the show and gets hella yes. into karate. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, did you hear Cobra Kai's coming back? They, they're going to Netflix now. What? what? They're going to Netflix? <laughs> yeah, it's a real moment. And uh, I think, yeah, he just tries to sell it as like, uh, you just need a healthy dose of inner peace. It worked for me or whatever. And, you know, like you said, there's a shift in gears and Hawk comes out and pours drink all over him. And yeah, you know what? This is uh, this is enough for Dimitri. He's gonna have a little speech, and he, he you know what? You gotta t- give it to Dimitri. Guy commands a room, like yes. few people on this yeah. uh, on this show. <laughs> yeah, he, re- <laughs> he really holds. And well, and it's funny because it's like we cut away in the speech and cut back, so it's like 
He's up there for like 30 minutes just holding the room's attention. Tight 30, uh, just yeah. on Hawk. Just telling stories about Hawk. And then Hawk's just standing there doing like, I guess, nothing for a while. <laughs> Until... Well, it's yeah, it's a bit weird as well because it's like one of the other guys is like, ah, oh, remember what Chris said about Mercy, but like Mercy, I feel in this context would be taking him off the stage and not beating him to death, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's Mercy. <laughs> like, like yeah, he could still take him off the stage, uh, yeah. and be, even give him a couple slaps or something. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I that's Mercy. I don't know if Johnny would be like the new Johnny Cobra Kai would be like, yeah, let a guy. <laughs> talk shit about you to a party for a, I don't know uh, though maybe 30. that's what they feel that he did when Daniel came to the dojo and yeah. he didn't fuck him up because Daniel was talking hella shit and even stole students and whatnot you know and he didn't do shit so maybe he's just trying to you know take a leaf out of Johnny's book here and it doesn't work that's true fair enough um so then yeah what else do we have uh we already well, we got some sexy dancing of course uh at the at the restaurant where not only do they ha get to have dinner together uh also uh they get to dance right next to each other like it's their own private venue yes um the only comment i have on this was when when johnny's like huh like he gets into the dancing he's doing all right and he says the way to the waitress like ah yeah another round make it a double Jim, does this mean he ordered two Coors Banquets? Because I've never seen him drink anything else. And I went back and checked, and it's the only thing on the table. So even if he's had several, like they've taken it away, there's only Coors Banquets there. How can you have a double Coors Banquet? Is yeah. it a really big bottle? Or is he fucking uh, 40 hands over here with two banquets? That's, How is he going to dance with two banquets? That's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe he went with the, the 40 hands. Uh, but, I mean, I guess he's that. He's, you're having fun. Sometimes you're like, you know what? Yeah. Order two beers right now because I it's gonna take. I know I'm gonna drink this next one quick, and I don't even want to wait to have to order another one. So I I think this is fine. He's ordering two banquets, uh, but like we were saying, like I was saying before, I love all this. I love Johnny and Daniel being friendly and realizing that they are best friends. They just don't know it. That's the way I look at it now. Is that yeah. these are the two best friends that have ever been friends in the whole world because they've been linked for 30 something odd years and yeah. they like all the same stuff. <laughs> so they're best friends. Uh, yeah. But it, just it, like Aaron Burr and Hamilton. It worked out for them. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if you watched Hamilton yet. Not yeah. yet. No, not yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. But um, the way that, and then it just, I like how it even plays out because they also, I mean, I know I call this out all the time, but, Johnny is the king of buzz driving, and I guess even Daniel is great at buzz driving because they're clearly ordering. They've they've ordered at least four rounds the way he. Oh no, they ordered at least three rounds because he's like they're ordering the next fourth round, which is a double. Well, I guess five banquets isn't too bad. He could still drive, but the way they walk out, they're still pretty buzzed. But they're all ready to drive. So they don't they don't care. Karate centers yeah. you, as we've seen with Sam. Um, and I, I mean, even they're like quick back and forth of like, hey, you know, this probably wouldn't be a regular thing. But like, you know, they they understand there's an understanding, especially with some of the revelations about Crease. And yeah. I think Daniel does at least believe Johnny. He believes Johnny that Crease is gone and that Crease was Crease was the maniac and Johnny didn't know some of the stuff that was happening. So it does leave things at a uh, what would set up maybe a much more stable uh, balance between the two. But of course, this is not the finale, so there's going to be more to come. 
Indeed, indeed. So, uh, so Sam, like you said, he's just unscrewing a bottle. Aisha comes up, and well, I think uh, Robbie is like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna find you something to eat." And then Aisha, with perfect timing, reveals that what? No, uh, Miguel brought the medal to your house. Robbie yes. took it, and she's like, "Oh, I'm in a great state to learn this news." So she's out sitting, staring at the pool or whatever. Again, being that that person at the party we've all been that person at the party though when you're <laughs> way drunk and you're yeah. like fuck all you guys i'm gonna sit here on my own walk home <laughs> oh i've definitely surprised been... you didn't start walking home <laughs> i've been the walk home for sure i've been in oh, another state and i'm like i'm walking home fuck you guys because i'm my yeah. friends <laughs> exactly uh she she's come to the realization that she has no friends because robbie the guy who's shown her all this attention she's keeping him around with her wiles at all even he has just kept miguel from her in her drunken mind miguel is the only thing on her brain um he he i guess he comes up to like check if she's okay or what have you and so then that's how we get into the whole situation there that unfolds yeah, yeah, they they do they they kiss and you know in classic I guess again it's kind of sitcommy like right in the background of course you could see Tori sees that shit's going down so she's upset. Um, cutting back real quick to the Dimitri toast, uh, I love when. Uh, he calls him a real zero, and then uh, Nate's like, yes. "I love math humor." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's a fun good. moment, and I mean that does come to a head when he brings up the bedwetting, and you know everything's about shit's about to go down, uh, but the cops show up, so you know then we get the the great like uh, I guess maybe it's because I'm too old now, but do they still make? teen party movies like they used to when i was young because this is like the classic scene in the teen party movie when the cops show up and all our characters have to disperse and run away uh and of course even um uh stingray himself who's trying to get the door open with his 40 hands yeah i don't know jim like you're i was gonna ask you is this is this really what it's like in the americas like do do the cops always show up and then everyone has to go like oh scram it's the fuzz because you know i've only seen this in the films they don't always show up this isn't always how parties end but there's yeah especially in my experience in high school parties uh quite a few parties did end this way where the cops show up and we'd run off into the woods I mean, I don't know if you still have the same, like, in California or the Valley or whatever they, wherever they are. I guess you have the hills. Uh, I don't know if you're dispersing in the woods like we did. But there's been many a times where we're carrying uh, a 12-pack of Coors Light and you're trudging through the, <laughs> through the woods. <laughs> and you could see the flashing cop lights in the distance up on the street. Oh, fun. <laughs> Um, so Johnny leaves Carmen at home, uh, long pause. You're almost like, is he not going to strike? But then they, uh, they kiss and go their separate ways. And he's at home opening another course banquet, a celebratory one, I assume. And there's a knock on the door. I think he's berating himself for not inviting her in. Um, and then it's of course, Robbie and Sam at the door because Sam was a bit way paranoid about coming home to her parents. Right. That's pretty much where we end the episode. Yes. Yes. Miguel's looking for Tori. He can't find her, but they got to go. The cops are there and Robbie's trying to take Sam home. But yeah, she's like, no, my my parents will kill me. And, you know, he had this seed planted by his mother that maybe his dad's not so bad. 
Uh, so very great timing where he's like, you know what, I'm going to give my dad a chance. And they go to Johnny's house. And this this does not bode well for the Law Russos out there because uh, I feel like this is going to drive a wedge between Johnny and Daniel. I don't know about you. What? <laughs> you think so? Nah. I think they'll be hella cool about it. Johnny will just call Daniel and it'll be fine. We don't need to worry about it. Uh, but we'll find out next time on uh, our show. We're going to talk about the season finale. We're finally going to get there. Uh, until then, though, you can find all of our coverage of other television shows. We haven't done a coupling one yet or a Black Books one, but we do have a spaced one. Uh, yes. And no Doctor Who one. But look out for Talking Tardis on the horizon. Uh, Sonic Screw Up. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy the title. It's almost good enough that we should make it, but probably not. Um, Doctor Who's not very good. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah. Just find all the shows what you know dot com. Uh, leave a review on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, anything else, Jim? Uh, I think there's just one more thing. Oh, what's that? Strike first. Strike hard. No, no mercy. mercy.